Hello, welcome to the show. My name is Colin. Here we're going to be talking about, you know, the latest news and what's happening in the world of college football. And, you know, this season, it's been a wild ride, and we're only in three weeks of it. And, you know, games getting canceled left and right, players opting out, you know, just days before their team plays their first game. It's been an absolute roller coaster and we've only been playing for three weeks um you know starting off with like one of the first like true meaningful games uh miami versus uab you know not not a knock on the other fcs teams that already played before them but a true you know power five game you know miami versus uab um it started out a little rough for miami you know it was looking like was going to be an upset for them, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, they rallied and they rallied and came back towards the end there. And, you know, we first got, we've got to see, get a good, get a first look of De'Aaron King with that Miami offense after redshirting and transferring out of Houston. You know, he did outstanding and played a great game and, they came out victorious. And then, you know, week two was, uh, my goodness, the upsets. The upsets were out of this world. Um, Iowa State, a top 25 team, took an absolute beating from UL Lafayette. You know, you just don't really see that anymore. Um, and Big Ten football is back. You know, this this happened just pretty recently. And the schedules just came out. And, you know, Nebraska... Nebraska, they were trying to lead... They, they thought... They figured they, they wanted to play no matter what. They wanted to play no matter what the Big Ten Conference was saying. They were looking at all kinds of options like, you know, leaving the Big Ten or going to play in another conference just for that year. But And the Big Ten kind of punished them for it. You know, they, they set them up with the hardest – and I mean the hardest schedule yet. And, you know, Nebraska players and coaches were very outspoken against the Big Ten after they canceled the season back in early August, and they reportedly got revenge. Um, Nebraska is playing five preseason top 25 teams when Ohio State Definitely the best team in the Big Ten is only playing two. You know, they kind of set them up for failure there. And I think it would be really cool if we got to see a Nebraska team come and win the Big Ten. You know, after, you know, coming over, dealing with that adversity. You know, Big Ten, to be honest with you, it's not even that big of a conference. You know, you got Ohio State, Michigan, than Nebraska. I mean, let's just be real here.
does the only continues, you know, every year. And SEC coming back next week. And someone who I'm really excited to see play, uh, sophomore quarterback Bo Nix. You know, he struggled last year, but and he won but he uh you know overcame a lot of things and ended up winning SEC freshman of the year, which is really surprising. And uh I think this year is gonna be a big breakout season for him. I think he ought to be considered a, a Heisman contender, you know, based on what he's done as a as a young true freshman. And I want to take a minute to talk about, you know, virus and its impacts. Um, Memphis, they haven't played a game yet. They've had to cancel all, all their games so far because of, you know, player their players and coaches with testing positive. And, you know, there's all kinds of players around college football just opting out before the season even, you know, they even get a chance and really throwing kinks in the chains of their teams. Like uh, Texas A&M just lost a starting linebacker. You know, he opts out of the season and some players are opting out and not coming back. Uh Tate Martell, Miami backup quarterback, you know, we've never really gotten a chance to see him play, and he's reportedly opting out. You know, I I think it's in his best interest to transfer or redshirt, you know, because you got fifth-year senior Derek King, and there's no way he's going to see the field this year because he just had a 300-yard passing game against Louisville and really, really – uh put the world on notice, you know, that he's here to make a difference. And in other news, FSU coach he Mike Norville has just tested positive. But he announced on Saturday that he tested positive and that during the most, te- the, you know, teams are having – rounds and rounds of testing weekly, you know, because this could, this, the way these are going now, it's just, it's out of hand, you know, 2020 has not been the best year for sports. He's had to isolate from his players, and he said that his result was was surprising because he's prepared for potential positive result among anyone in our program and we will put that plan in place while I'm away and he will we will he will remain involved remotely as much as possible to help our team continue to prepare he's grateful for the administration and players you know blah 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 that was a statement he gave about it and And let's talk about Notre Dame. 
Notre Dame, you know, they've been they fight they joined a conference. They joined the ACC for this year. And they they uh they played USF this past week and they absolutely put a hurting on them. Final score Final score fifty two to zero. Uh Ian Book ran for three first half touchdowns and now they're on a twenty game win streak at home. You know, that's big. You know, people like to hate on them because, you know, they schedule, you know, the schedule, the independence, but they've really been showing out here pretty recently. Uh, Ian Book really showed out, and I think he's going to be another one of those Heisman contenders this year, and we really need to watch out for him. And also, their defense really showed out. Uh, USF only had 65 yards of total offense in the first half and 231 total you know it's crazy and Spencer Rattler Spencer Rattler man he put on an absolute showcase last week. He only had three incomplete passes, and two of those were drop touchdowns. I think that's wild for a freshman like that. Hold on, let me pull up. Let me get. Let me get this. Get the stats for him. You know, even though they were playing, you know, a, you know, a peewee team, basically, uh, they had to, you know, Missouri State, but still, you don't see those stats. His first half, 14 of 17, 290 yards, and four touchdowns. And two of those incompletions were drop touchdowns. And even though they're playing... Missouri State, you know, that's still crazy. And we also, in that same week, Georgia Tech coming in and upsetting Florida State. You know, Florida State has been the most choking team in recent years. Jimbo Fisher and Jameis Winston left, and that was it. You know, all downhill from there, in my opinion. And let's get a look at the new AP poll. You got, you know, I think it's wild that they're putting people, you know, ranking teams that probably aren't even going to play this year. You know, you know, number one, Clemson, of course, number two, Alabama, number three, Oklahoma, four, Georgia, five, Florida, six, LSU, seven, 
Notre Dame, number eight, Auburn, number nine, Texas, and number 10, Texas A&M. And you know they really weren't even ranking. Wait, my bad. Yeah, they weren't even. They weren't even ranking Big Ten and Pac-12 opponents. They they took them out, but now now they're ranked. And the new top twenty-five poll is uh we got some ties. Texas and Auburn tied for eight. Oh, I'm thinking of power rankings. Okay. My bad. Power rankings. That's right. Oka Ohio State was number was was number two for power rankings and they haven't even played a game yet. Just a little eh. a number one Alabama, you know, I think they're gonna be a really good team this year. But I'm not so sure what they're gonna do with the quarterback position. You know, Mac Jones, he struggled last year and they got the new recruit coming in. Out of California, he's going to be good. And then number four, Oklahoma. I I like that. You know, they showed out. And then number five, Notre Dame. You know, they showed out these past two weeks. Two and oh. And number six, you got Georgia. Uh, Georgia, I think it's going to be the – Same, same crap, different toilet, you know. Every year, they get all these five-star recruits. You know, they're so hyped up. Top t- top team in the SEC. And then right there at the end, bam, choke. Choking hard. They never get the finish. 40 years since they won a national championship, and People talk about how they're so great, and then they come up short every year. You know, I think, and I don't think it's going to be any different. Honestly, they've lost a lot of they've lost a lot of starters, lost a lot of players and running backs, and I think it's going to be the same year, same thing as it's always been. And number seven, you got Florida, and now Florida, a lot of people are. With their predictions, they're putting Florida really high. And people are picking them to win the Natty this year. And I think, you know, honestly, I can see that. I see them – I can see them winning the SEC and going all the way in the playoffs. Um, you know, Florida, they got senior quarterback Kyle Trash returning, and they got a really talented defense returning eight starters. And they also they don't have to play Alabama this year, and that's you know Alabama's you know tough team to beat, and that's going to be big for them in the regular season. But you know if they got to face them in the SEC championship, I think it's going to be another story. 
And number eight in the power rankings, you got Texas. You know, Sam Ellinger, he had a great day uh, against UTEP. You know, of course, it's just UTEP. So we'll see when he gets to play a real team. 59, they won 59-3, to three, and they and Ellinger looked pretty comfortable spreading the ball around. You know, he ran and threw for a lot, and he's got a lot of experience, and, you know, he doesn't need to depend on star players. You know, he just – he really – he branches out, and he can rely on his whole offense because he's got those skills. And then number nine, Penn State, and – if anybody's gonna, if anybody's gonna give Ohio State a run for their money in uh in the Big Ten, it's gonna be Penn State. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Nebraska might have a chance, but they got a really tough schedule this year. So Penn State, be on the lookout for them. You know, they I don't see them winning. I don't see them going all the way. But I think I see an upset coming with Ohio State. And then number ten in the power rankings, you got LSU. Now LSU, we're gonna we're gonna end off on LSU for today. LSU, they're returning. I think only one starter out of the twenty-two they had last year. You know, they only they were only gonna return. Three, but Jamar Chase, he's entering the draft early this year, and he's opting out of the season. And that's going to be – that's going to hurt them really bad. And they've only got Derek Stingley returning on defense, the freshman who had an outstanding year. And I think we're going to – you know, I think we're going to be really disappointed by LSU who – was the undisputed champion last year with Joe Burrow. They had an absolute rock star season. And this year I think it's gonna be different. But Ed Orgeron, he said that they've had that they're gonna have the best defense they've had in a while. And I guess we'll see this weekend. Next weekend. And that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you next week.